0: Today I'm interviewing Catherine. She's a UK resident who moved to Austria in between COVID lockdowns. It took her a baffling 10 months and one day to receive a Red 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 card. I hope you enjoy listening. Immigration stories, Austria. Hi Catherine, thanks so much for being here.
1: Hi Barbara, thanks for having me. Cool that you're here. Do you want to quickly introduce yourself? Yeah, sure. Um, So my name is Catherine, Uh, I'm British by nationality and I've been living in Vienna, Austria for almost two years now.
0: Oh wow, so you came... Wait, let's check. You came right through COVID, didn't
1: you? Yes, I got here right in the middle of COVID. I actually, it was a bit of a race to get here as well because I think I got here and then a couple of weeks later it went straight into lockdown again. Ah, that's such a shame. Yeah, so my first year in Vienna wasn't so fun, but I'm enjoying it a lot more now that everything's open again.
0: I hope you got a spectacular apartment than being
1: in <laughs> lockdown here immediately. <laughs> yeah well a few airbnbs later found a nice one.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh wow okay and what persuaded you to come to
1: vienna then ah uh, for me it was i'd say the main thing was that the, the language is german uh i speak german and when i was thinking of places to move in europe it never really occurred to me to go anywhere else than in the Dach region mm-hmm. so Austria Switzerland or Germany were all options and I actually lived for a year in Germany in my Erasmus year and I lived really far south in a city called Constance and it's on the Swiss border I don't know if you know it yeah I do actually I do.
0: it's super nice
1: yeah yeah right right on the Bordensee, which is beautiful so I got to experience a lot of Germany whilst I was there and also quite a bit of Switzerland so Vienna was a little bit unknown to me so i thought okay now it's my opportunity to try austria
0: (laughs) (laughs) but that's so cool so um you went from the uk though you didn't come
1: directly from germany did you no no so i did my erasmus year then i went back to the uk to finish my studies for one year and then a couple months after i graduated i moved here
0: Mm -hmm. so you weren't actually working before in the uk you
1: moved straight for your first job yeah to pre- Austria. pretty much yeah so I graduated and I started my career here in Vienna
0: oh wow that's so exciting
1: <laughs> yeah yeah it has been and what
0: were your studies about what did you study
1: um, my studies were actually in politics and international relations mm. and now I work in marketing and communications
0: oh wow okay and you really wanted uh, to be back in Europe I guess after
1: Brexit yes absolutely yeah this year abroad in Germany I'm such an advocate for people doing erasmus years or living abroad because i went back to the uk for one year and i was like no i need to i need to get back over to europe as soon as possible and with the pressure of brexit it had to be pretty quick so yeah Mm -hmm. luckily a job came up in vienna and i got offered it and I was on the next plane, I think, three weeks later. Wow, that's super quick. Yeah, yeah. Everyone in my family was like, what? You're moving abroad in Corona? We didn't even know you were applying for jobs. So, yeah. Hectic. (laughs) But that sounds so
0: exciting too. I mean, um, so you were specifically looking for jobs in Vienna then?
1: Yeah, yeah. I was still open to places in Germany and Switzerland at the time. And Vienna was the first place to offer me the job. So it just all kind of came together and made sense. That's nice. Cool. Yeah. Well, glad you're here. <laughs> Thanks.
0: Um, so considering your visa process was just two years ago, um, was Brexit already finalist or did you manage to get onto the Article 50?
1: Yeah, exactly. So I got here just in time for the Article 50. I arrived on the 30th of November and Brexit was happening at the end of December so just wow. yeah just cutting it close <laughs> yeah absolutely which <laughs> i feel like has been a running theme throughout my visa process of cutting it close um because of how long it took me so i got here just in time uh for the visa and was employed and everything and then brexit was finalized end of december and then we had one year to sort out our visa if we wanted to stay in austria and yeah that's it hmm and um
0: you said you found a job here right Mm -hmm. did they help you with your visa process or was were you like okay i know what to do article 50 straightforward going to the (laughs) governmental agencies and um or did did you have help through the process
1: um no i didn't really have any help from my employer it was more from other british people and their employers as well um, it mm-hmm. wasn't such of a complicated experience uh, because you your employer didn't really need to do anything they just had to provide the work contract so that's what i had to take with me to my employment mm-hmm. uh, not to my employment to my visa uh, meeting
0: yeah okay yeah. and did you get that quickly i mean i'm assuming you're living in vienna right you mm-hmm. registered in Vienna, so you had to register with mi35
1: yeah, yeah, exactly, yeah, yeah, so I had to get my murder settled, so proof that I live here, and that, and yeah, it was pretty, pretty straightforward. And you got
0: all this information from your friends at the in Vienna, the British in Austria society.
1: Yeah, yeah, exactly, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, so other British friends, and uh, I did a little bit of research before moving here as to what I needed to do, because, and it's a good thing I did, because apparently you need to get it within three days of moving here which actually during corona times when the Mm -hmm. meetings are two weeks ahead of time is just impossible so I think I got my mail to settle three weeks after being here
0: Mm, okay yeah just (laughs) I'm assuming (laughs) corona's lower you down a lot
1: yeah yeah absolutely
0: um and what did you actually have to provide then what did everyone tell you to get
1: um so it was my uh, for the visa mm-hmm. For the visa application, yeah. Yeah, so I believe it was... I had to bring my murder setto, a copy of my passport, uh, my employer contract, and I think I had to fill out a form. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But that's... A- and that's a photo easy. as ah, well. Ah, okay. Yeah, yeah. But in my case, I kind of left it to the last minute and I went to the, the photo booth uh, right before my my meeting and i went to three and they were all out of order oh no yeah and then i went to the to the meeting to the appointment and i said to the guy i said yeah i haven't got the photo or he said where's your photo and i said yeah i went to three of these photo booths and they were all out of service and he looked at me kind of very disapprovingly and said nothing (laughs) And then just stamped my piece of paper and said, yeah, wait until you're called to go to the next thing. So I had no idea what was really going on. And I thought, oh, okay, yeah, they can just take the photo from my passport. It'll be fine. And this is absolutely not true. And I didn't get my visa. And so I had to chase them up as to what was going on.
0: Okay, and. Well, what happened then? Tell me more.
1: (laughs) Yeah, so I had this piece of paper uh, that said that my visa was approved or my application had been approved. And whenever I was coming in and out of the country, going back to the UK, I was always showing this piece of paper um, that I had the visa. And for a while, it worked fine. And then I think about six months after the appointment, I was trying to come back into Austria and the lady at passport control said do you have the card and I said no and I showed her the piece of paper and she said it's been six months and I said yeah I I know I followed up after three months and they told me to just wait because it takes some time and she said no there's definitely a problem with your application there's people that have had an appointment after you that have already got their card so you need to follow up with what's going on And she was super nice about it and helpful, and was like, you should book another appointment and go back to the one that you submitted your application Mm -hmm. and ask what's going on. Um, And she let me in, so it was fine. And then I went back to the office in Meidling. They'd set up a special office for people getting the Article 50 Mm
0: -hmm. visa
1: in Meidling. And I went back there and I said, yeah, this is what's happened. And he said, okay, well this is the office for new applications, you need to go to this office, that's processing the applications and he was relatively helpful and gave me an email address and an address and I wrote them an email and they actually replied and told me okay we'll have a look into it and you'll receive all communication through post.
0: (laughs) Okay yeah yeah that's a classic.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah absolutely so I think maybe a month later I got a letter in the post that said we need a picture of you, and we need a copy uh, of this piece of paper that I was carrying that said I'd been approved for the for mm-hmm. the visa. And I and I said, yeah, please send it to us as soon as possible per email because that's the quickest. I sent it to them via email. They said, no, actually, we need it in print, like actual copies. So I had to send them the photo and the the copy of it for the post. And then I think a couple of months later, they said, yeah, OK, it's all fine now. We're processing it. And then uh, 10 months and one day after I submitted my application, I got a letter in the post telling me I could pick up my visa in two weeks. Oh, wow. So it
0: took you <laughs> 10 and a half months <laughs> yeah. to actually get it yeah to actually get my hands on the card Mm -hmm. yeah was there any trouble from the point when you knew when that woman told you to go um follow up with your application were you like worried that
1: once you get out of the country again that you wouldn't be let back in or yeah yeah definitely as soon as when she started asking me about the card and saying I needed to have it I was really worried that they weren't gonna let me in this time uh and as well, I was worried when I'd been using this piece of paper, how long I'd be able to use it for, because I knew that a card was going to have to come at some point. And yeah, so this was a concern as well. And actually, because the my application ran over into 2022, and you had to sort it out during 2021. And that was the cutoff, the end of 2021. And so I got it I got the letter from her at the end of January saying that my card was actually ready. So January, I was really worried because it was too late to submit a completely new application and I was really worried that something had happened and it got lost and I wasn't going to get the card and then I'd have to leave Austria. You know, your mind always goes to the worst case scenarios. Mm
0: -hmm. Yeah. So you got your card actually in January?
1: yes yeah Well, will actually run into february then <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. wow <laughs> yeah. okay that's quite some time yeah yeah okay and um how much does did it cost you the whole process i mean considering uh, you had to go through a lot of um, paperwork
1: yeah so I think the, the visa was 75 euros around mm-hmm. and then if you're gonna add up the little costs of like photos and mm-hmm. postage then probably like closer to 80 or 90 yeah. okay and then obviously the massive time investment it takes <laughs>
0: yeah but I think I think that's a fair, fair price it's just a lot of worrying and a lot yeah. of having to actually go there and meet
1: them in person and yeah absolutely the monetary value is like okay it's more the the emotional like drain on you Mm -hmm. as well and I remember the first appointment I was really worried as well because they advised you if you don't know German you should bring a translator and I speak German pretty well so I thought yeah I'll be fine on my own but then I got there in the queue and everyone was in twos and I was the only person on my own and there was a guy right in front of me who'd actually brought his lawyer with him as well. And I was like, oh God, what is this process going to be like? And he was British, so I was talking to him. I was like, okay, uh, And he wow. was telling me, and he was like, yeah, well, she's mainly here as a translator, but just in case anything's going wrong, I know I've got my lawyer who knows the law and my rights here. And I was like, oh God.
0: yeah uh, that sounds intimidating. Yeah, absolutely. It was very unsettling at the start. But in the end, it was... It was all fine.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the emotions were high, but the reality, it was pretty straightforward.
0: Mm-hmm. And the visa that you received in the end, does it have an expiration date? Or how long is it valid for?
1: Yeah, it's valid for five years. Mm-hmm. And then I remember they told me at the appointment uh, because I asked, they said, if I'm still here in five years, they would then issue or I can apply or they issue me another one for 10 years if mm-hmm. i'm still working and everything's mm-hmm. as it was
0: is your visa tied to your job at all
1: no actually uh that was the good thing about article 50 is this withdrawal agreement uh british nationals get the same rights as eu citizens mm-hmm. yeah so we have free access to the labor market
0: mhm so that's really good that you can switch jobs anytime you want yeah and-
1: yeah it's been super helpful because I've since then switched jobs and it's always been a very straightforward process for my employers Mm
0: -hmm. Mm -hmm. that's really good um and since you have your visa been granted um do you have to when you get your 10-year extension do you have to submit anything on audition like german levels or anything of
1: that sort I don't think so um i think it's still part of the withdrawal agreement uh, so i don't think there's any extra requirements that i need to fulfill i think they kind of stressed that if i was still here and working and everything was as it was when i submitted the application that it, there would be no trouble
0: mhm yeah but I mean, you wouldn't worry about it anyway because you speak standard German, right? <laughs> <So>. <laughs>
1: uh, yeah. Well, <laughs> well, maybe in ten years not so much since I'm working mainly in English. Mm-hmm. But yeah. are you seeking
0: out jobs mainly in English, or is it? Did it just happen?
1: Well, actually, I feel like uh, the knowing German has helped me get these jobs, and I do use German a little bit. But on a day to day, it's mainly in English. I feel like if I didn't know German, it wouldn't be a problem. Mm-hmm. yeah it's interesting to know cool
0: um all right so now to the fun part the <laughs> process itself was stressful i'm assuming considering it went over a year i can't imagine the emotions you go through um but what would you like to change in the process what do you do you feel like would have helped you to reduce the
1: stress or the emotional burden mm yeah i would say maybe just better access to resources as well i can imagine for people that don't speak german or even english it's super hard to really understand the process and as well tied into that i would say getting a bit more innovative or advancing the the digital elements of the whole process because everything through paperwork it kind of didn't make sense to me and like i thought They would just be able to take my photo from my passport, and I was so wrong, but really seamlessly, they they should be able to do that sort of thing, and there shouldn't be a need for so much paperwork in the process. It could be a lot more easier by doing it digitally, if I could upload a scan of it instead. Mm -hmm. So I'd say, yeah, just being a bit more innovative that way.
0: Mm -hmm. So like submitting your whole application digitally would have helped, or...?
1: yeah yeah or even if you just went to the office and you sat there with someone and then you sent them it in an email and they could check it that way with you in front of them Mm -hmm. as well I didn't really think there was such a need for all of the paperwork like
0: the physical you going to offices and
1: yeah yeah or just actually having like a paper copy of it as well because surely even on their end that's that's so much storage Mm -hmm. (laughs) for them too
0: yeah of course Uh, paper needs space yeah
1: (laughs) exactly yeah yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah and maybe as well even the friendliness of the whole process it's very intimidating like you said and it's very daunting and I particularly felt very anxious throughout the whole thing so I think like a bit more friendliness goes a long way to make people feel comfortable in the process. But
0: What do you consider friendliness? Like um, coffee machines everywhere, more <laughs> like a Starbucks vibe? Or <laughs> what What do you perceive as friendly or welcoming in such a, you know, very bureaucratic process in the first tent, right?
1: Yeah, well, that, that would be nice. I mean, maybe it's something to do with the Vietnamese people. I mean, they don't get ranked the second unfriendliest country in the whole world for nothing <laughs> so mm. yeah maybe a bit more friendliness and I feel like that actually helped my application as well when I was emailing this person about that my card hadn't arrived I was always using the most friendly language and trying to be as nice as possible and I feel like that kind of helped me in a way like The person I got in the end was answering my emails pretty quickly and also being friendly back. So I think it can go both ways, of course. Mm
0: -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. All right. Well, thank you so much for sharing this with me and your story. And I'm happy you made it here and settling into Austria. (laughs) Thank you. Yeah, it's been been a pleasure. (laughs) Thanks for listening. If you know someone, or even are someone, whose story needs to be told, please message me under immigration.stories.austria at gmail.com. You can also find the email address in the show notes. Immigration Stories Austria.